Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 173 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Helberton, and who's swinging through the trees with me tonight? Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> it's Nate. Talking about the best game. And we got Alyssa here as well. <laughs> Welcome back, both of you. Thanks. So we are here to talk about a game that I have a long history with. Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy Kong's Quest for Super Nintendo came out in 1995. Man, that's a while ago. <laughs> it's it's actually Diddy's Kong Quest. Oh. It's a pun. Yeah. I said it wrong. That's why uh, that's why it's the best game, because it starts <laughs> off with the pun. And you're like, this is good. So this actually was I'm... another game that my mom did find. Which doesn't happen very often, but yeah, but I'm pretty sure my mom bought this game for me. I don't know if I asked for it or not. I just know that I had it as a kid and played it a lot. But never beat it. Yeah. Because I was not good at these type of games. It's a hard game. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. I, pl- I played it a few years ago before the podcast and I re- on, an, uh, on a retro pie and I really hated it and wanted nothing <laughs> to do with it. And I'm like, this game is terrible. I'm like, it's too damn hard. And I replayed it for the sh- on a Switch with Rewind and my opinion isn't the same. Thankfully. (laughs) (laughs) Alyssa, what is your memories of this game? The first time you played it? So I used to play it when I was younger and I would play it with my sister Haley and she would carry me through the game. I was was very, very bad at this game. It was so difficult. Yeah. So basically I would just watch her play the game because I would die within the first like five seconds on the board. I can understand. It's it's tough. And you, Nate? (laughs) Um, yeah, I had this game as a kid. I distinctly remember having like a birthday party and I just ditched my own birthday party to go play DKC2. <laughs> and uh, I loved it as a kid. I don't think I ever beat it. I know I've I've played I played the final boss, but I think that was like on my brother's save file. And then I replayed it on 3DS uh, when that came to the new 3DS. And then, uh, yeah, we played it on the Switch for the show. Switch is the right way to play it. Yeah. It's yeah, those getting those bonus barrels like without rewind or like save states. It's just like it was a different era. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got some, but I I never I never got all of them. I can't care enough to do it because that involves me looking stuff up. Yeah. Oh, I I looked it up like 100 percent. I was just like, I don't like I knew where a lot of them were because a lot of them are in like, you know, false pits. Or, like, they're just hidden on the top of the screen and you have to do the A move where you toss the other Kong up to hit it. But I looked up a few to just be like, I don't know where this is. <laughs> they're hard. Yeah. For all the Kremlin coins, which unlock bonus levels that are really hard. And then the yes. DK coins <laughs> that unlock a secret boss fight if you get everything. Did you guys do that? No. I oh. did not. I, yeah, no. <laughs> Oh. When I replayed this game, I realized how terrible I am at it, and it was just very disappointing. Because I, I don't know, I feel like I'm pretty good at video games, and I consider myself a you know decent gamer. But when I was playing this game, it was just very unfortunate. Because I'm like, man, I really suck at this game. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it is it, hard. I mean, I played the first DKC, and that that is a lot easier than this game. This game oh, is yeah. well. Plus, like Super Nintendo era was very good at like, well, you played this game this. It came out before, so we expect you to, you know, be ready to play something that's harder. And they would purposely make stuff that was way harder. I I have the opposite feeling. I cannot go like I find the original harder than the sequel. Oh, like really? this one, oh. like it's still the like this game is still hard, but like 
it just feels a lot better to play where the first one is hard and it doesn't feel like it feels kind of mushy, I guess, when you're moving. And so it always just throws me off and then I end up never completing the first game because I'm like, I'm just going to go play the better one. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Have either of you played the third one? Yes. That one's underrated. Possible. I, I can't even get past the first world. Yeah. I think I've seen I don't know if I've ever beaten it. I know I've gotten far. There's I think the furthest I've gotten is there's a waterfall boss and you're like you're the elephant and you have to like yes. shoot barrels at it. I think that's the furthest I've ever gotten in that game. I have never played three for very long at all. It's on my list to do next season for the show it's, just because I need to play it. It's underrated. So but it is, yeah, it, it feels like insanely difficult. <laughs> I mean, it was also a thing in, in the SNES era. Like, you look at it with Mega Man X and then Mega Man X2. It's like they expected, okay, well, you played this first one, so now we're going to make this way harder to get you into the next the next level. Like, that was a thing in the Super Nintendo era. Plus, yeah. they hated renting, so they made games extra hard so you couldn't beat them in a rental. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Diddy Kong Quest feels like it's very much of that. I also remember I have I I don't know how true this memory is, but I swear I had a dream about this game existing, seeing the cover before I saw the cover in a book, which doesn't make any sense. But that's how my brain remembers it, that I had a vision of this game. I always had this memory like I remember knowing what this game was going to be before I saw it in the Game Informer issue or something that told me it was coming out. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure it's not true, but that's what my memory set tells me. It is is far. I like. I have no idea when we got it as a kid. It just showed up in our Super Nintendo one day. <laughs> I was like, cool. <laughs> that was the era, though. Like you didn't even like. You look at especially early Nintendo games or Super Nintendo games. You don't. Know, they don't even have release dates. Like they can't even tell you exactly when Mario came out. They don't know because it wasn't yeah. documented very well. Which okay, <laughs> this, this is nothing to do with Donkey Kong Country Two, but I distinctly remember. Having a a cartridge that had Super Mario Brothers one through three and uh, Super Mario World on it, like yes. as part of the yes. All Stars, did that that actually exist? That's a real thing. Yes. Okay, because every time I Google it, it it's always list, listed as like a separate thing, and I'm like, so, no, I distinctly remember never having to switch out the cart. Like, there's two different Mario All Stars. I had the one that was just the old game, but there's also one they made later that included Super Mario World also. Ah. Yes. See, I thought I, I was insane. <laughs> So yeah, you weren't you weren't hallucinating. It was real. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't you can just do another thing like that they they did change up in this game is that the characters are different because you have Diddy from the first game, but you don't have Donkey Kong because he's been captured, which is the whole story of this game. If anybody's playing it for the story, which nobody is, but that's the story. And then they introduce a new character of Dixie Kong, mm-hmm. which Diddy's doesn't girlfriend. really well. Donkey Kong hasn't really continued on very well. I feel like I know you have the tropical freeze and. Country Return, but I don't think Dixie's in those. But again, I never played them. Dixie's in Tropical Freeze. Okay, not in Returns. Yes. Yeah, so I never played. Kong. Yeah, screw Cranky yeah. Kong. Hey. <laughs> I never liked Cranky. <laughs> never have. I know Cranky's supposed to be the original Donkey Kong from the from the old Donkey Kong game with Mario. Yeah, or Jumpman as he yeah. was known at the time, and then Donkey Kong, the one that you play as, is like his what his son or grandson or I don't even remember. Grandson. Okay. Again, I don't pay attention to the story, not Young Country. <laughs> I just play them. But I mean, it's a, it's definitely an interesting take, the way it starts off, because Diddy can jump higher than what Donkey Kong could have, so you have the extra jump in there, and both these characters are smaller, faster characters, which really sets the theme of what this game is going for. Yes. 
which I right. don't like. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Without Rewind, I did not like it. <laughs> See, I like that they did that, though, because, like, yeah, it would have been, like, a lot easier and probably easy, like, to develop and to market. It's just, like, it, this is Donkey Kong Country 2. It has Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, like, you know, and more levels. And I'm sure it would have sold pretty well. But I like that they took the risk and were just like, nope, that guy's gone. Like, here's two fast characters. Like, go for it. <laughs> I mean, and Diddy's pretty much the same, but Dixie has the whole hair move where you can then kind of hover above mm-hmm. to get the other gaps, which you have to sometimes. It's I mean, called it's called the goat move because it's the best. <laughs> I don't use when I played through this game. I didn't use Dixie once, except when I had to. I used only <laughs> Diddy. Oh man, I rely on her so much. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like Diddy better. I don't I know. have to go now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I think it's just that. He had a more comfortable jump to me or something. I think he does jump higher wheel. than Dixie. He's got the cartwheel, too, which is, like, easier to read when you're doing, like, uh, extendo, extended jumps. Oh, I don't do that, but yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Like, I mean, I'm not a speedrunner or the skills to do. Or I had rewinds. So I didn't need. But, yeah, where you can, like, cartwheel off a, off a cliff. Off and an edge. Con- and then, and then jump continue jumping. There. Yeah. What Mike is saying is he doesn't he didn't actually play the game. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just played Donkey Kong Country 1 again. Yeah. <laughs> He's just reading really the like Wikipedia. <laughs> Still a really good game. No, 2 is just, 2 is good. Like, the, the worlds are very, very different. I mean, the whole story of you trying to, because Donkey Kong was captured and taken away to King K. Rule Island, which is an island shaped like a giant crocodile head, because, you know, that's how you make sure people don't know where you're at. <laughs> it's a much different type of, of of game too like the first level you're on a pirate ship like not, none of these levels kind of like in the, in your country they all kind of fit together you're on this kong island in this one they don't fit together on an island they're just very random which is what they were Whoa. going for hold on they totally fit together because the donkey the end of donkey kong country one you're on a pirate ship all right and yeah. then at the beginning of Donkey Kong Country 2, you're on a pirate ship. <laughs> yeah, you're on the same pirate ship from there. Yeah. You're, you're attacking and then, it. Uh, yeah, and then you go up, like, you go in through the caverns, then you have to go up to, I don't remember what's next, jungle, I think? And then, yeah. yeah. It doesn't fit together, but it fits together. <laughs> <laughs> well, first you have yeah. Gangplank Galleon, which is the pirate ship. Yeah. Then you have Crocodile Cauldron, which is the lava level. Mm-hmm. Then. <laughs> Which is, and then you have Creme Quay, the swamp. Oh, yeah, crazy, swamp. crazy Kremlin, the amusement park. Because you know, let's have an amusement park on this freaking island. Entertainment. How are you gonna? How are you gonna enlist a bunch of Kremlins to do your dirty work if you don't entertain them? <laughs> like the military gets shore leave. You saying that the Kremlin army doesn't? <laughs> Kremlin army is full of a bunch of people that just get killed, <laughs> and people who like to ride on roller coasters and skull roller coaster things that are very unsafe with holes in the tracks yes with the best music in the game i did not play this with music most of the time oh, oh you missed oh. you missed like everything <laughs> well i did the beat music. this on a plane too when i when i played this i was on a plane so everyone that on that everyone on that plane would have been like this is some ballin music well, that's what the that kids say these days. They're like, turn headphones. that, turn that ish up. <laughs> <laughs> Except for this guy who gave his headphones to his wife because he forgot he had a second pair in his backpack. So I was not playing this with sound most of the time. But the, when I did play with sound, the sound was good. When I was in the hotel room, I played with music on. I think this is <laughs> just music-wise. I think this is the best uh, video game soundtrack 
like all of the songs are just immediate bops and they get stuck in my head when I play this game. It, it is good music. From what I was when I was playing, what I heard, I did like it. I don't, I'm really weird about music in games. It has to be a very certain era and a very certain style of game to make me actually listen to music. Otherwise, I just don't bother. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly RPGs. It's got to be old RPGs where I really love that music. Otherwise, and it has to be from an era. Otherwise, I just will not touch it. It's very odd to me. Makes no sense. But I, I do want to talk about like Gangplank Galleon because that's the one I remember playing a lot as a kid because it was easier. So I would play through those levels. I feel like the ship levels do a very good job of introducing you to the mechanics of the game and the style and not and not really beating you down yet. They're not that hard, which was nice. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't take long before the game really ups its difficulty. I mean, yeah, I would say like, yeah, <clears throat> I would say I started having a lot of like deaths in World 3, the swamp. Yeah, like that's when I right. that's when I really started just dying a lot and going, oh, <laughs> I agree. That's when it starts getting a lot harder. Yeah. But th- those are also like where, you know, I'm familiar with the, the game. But like like you said, Mike, I'm more familiar with like the beginning two areas. So like there's muscle memory involved in a lot of that. And then once I get the like swamp swamp land, I'm like, uh, <laughs> just get me out. <laughs> I mean, I I can I can agree with that. I, I did enjoy like some of the lava levels I I was still having fun with, but I, I feel like when you get this when I did get to the swamp too, it kinda was hitting me like it's getting harder. I just know that when I played the game that Retro Pie was only save states, I got really, really upset with this game and was not enjoying it at all. <laughs> and a really a really bad taste in my mouth for this game and how I felt about it, which thank which playing through a rewind did not took it away. I mean the bosses I think are pretty creative. Like the first boss you run into is essentially kind of a, a redo of boss from the first game. What the hell is his name? It's that little crow guy. Oh, Captain yeah, Crow, um, probably. Yeah. If I had pretty to name sure bosses. That is, that is, yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that is the name Captain Crow. <laughs> you know, all of the uh, bosses, they have K names. I just realized that this morning, actually, because I was <laughs> Do they? The yeah, they yeah, do. There's Crow, Cleaver, Cudgel, King, oh. Zing, Creepy Crow, and Captain King. Oh my god. But it's all K's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Donkey Kong Country for you. I think they do it in the first game too. That's oh, really? Everything's K's. But the, I mean, it was, the crow was fine. Like he's an easy first boss fight, but it also kind of shows you that the boss fights are different. They're not just all in a giant cave full of bananas anymore, because that's not the story of the game. Like in this case, he's a crow that is moving around back and forth, and he'll drop eggs that you have to then grab to hit him. And the tr- and at one point, you have to just wait for him to just keep attacking until he drops an egg. Like it's a it's a better than the concept than the earlier boss. Like the the boss fight in DKC one are not good. They're all just almost the same thing. Different enemies, yeah. but they're very simple. They're not. They're just grab a barrel or hit them. And, okay, move on. And this game is it made them much more intense and much more throwing. You don't, you can't jump on any of them. It's right. all about having to use barrels. Yeah, or cannonballs or something. You can't. Where the first game you're mostly jumping on them except for the big giant beat. Yeah, which was a nice change. That, uh, if we can talk about it, that B-Boss is really cool. And there is a lot of, which I was surprised on the, the Switch, at least. So I'm sure it happened on the Super Nintendo. But there's a lot of lag. Like when he shoots his uh, little stingers out and they go in like four. Yeah. And then you hit his stinger and he like goes, and it like, oh, there's a lot of slowdown. I was like, oof, I don't remember yeah. this on the 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> He was a good fight. Like I mean, is that the fight you do? 
as the parrot? Yes. <laughs> it's it's a cool fight. Like this this game, I think, is just like it has the coolest boss fights, in my opinion. Because they're just like they're designed really cool. They have like layers to it. Like, you know, you fight the crow, and then when you fight creepy crow, like there's more platforming sections involved in climbing it so it's not just like a reskin of it like you have to climb up ropes and stuff and dodge ghost crows which is cool there's cleaver which you you like quote unquote kill him and he falls in the lava and you're like i'm done and then he comes back and he's super pissed (laughs) and he chases you around which terrified me as a kid i was like i do not want that he's a giant sword yeah i didn't get that he's like it's a possessed sword probably if you read the item descriptions but uh yeah i think this game has like the best boss fights in the series yeah i agree with that and you mentioned like the b the boss fight or whatever can we talk about that world because that world sure. we can bounce all around this game that's completely fine <laughs> okay well that world is some of the boards are just so confusing or i'm like okay where are we supposed to go like it just I don't know when I was replaying because at first I actually watched my sister play through the game because she, you know, as I mentioned earlier, when I was younger, like she used to play it all the time. So I watched it and I was like, wow, okay. So now I know like where some of these things are. But when I played it, I totally like, I was like, okay, what did she do? Like, where did she go? Like I was very <laughs> lost in some of the boards because it was just very difficult to me. I have no idea why. It's uh, yeah, they can get confusing. There's one level where uh, you can, like, loop yourself. Like, you go up to, like, a secret area, and then you fall back down, and you think you're going the right way again, and then you're just, like, back at the beginning. Yes! And yes, I was like, I know Ooh. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the level name, but it's the... I used to think it was cheese, like, melted cheese as a child, and now I realize it's fucking honey. but like as a kid i was like this makes sense i'm in melted cheese i would slow down like (laughs) i mean it could be if you weren't introduced to honey a lot as a kid like i i wasn't introduced to honey really well honey in 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 my kid's mind honey is like golden (laughs) like this is bright yellow (laughs) okay I was more I mean, thinking totally of maybe you just weren't given honey to eat, so you're like, well, I get cheese, so this is cheese. No, I was definitely old enough to know what honey was. Oh, okay. So I, got, I, I got nothing. Stupid. <laughs> uh, I mean, it is a cool concept where you, you stick to the cheese on the, on the, on the level, but <laughs> it's not... <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. Like, I mean, you have bees everywhere. You're trying to jump around the bees. They, they do a good job of making the levels difficult and creative and giving them something different than what you would have had in, in the first game. Cause in the first game, you didn't have any cheese to stick on. So yeah, that's what I'm calling it's, it from now on. It's really good level design too, because you first encounter it and there's no obstacles. You just get stuck. And so you kind of have to like mess with your controller until you get used to like getting unstuck and moving forward. And then they gradually start to put like, okay, here's one B like, Here's two bees. All right, here's an enemy that can just walk through it, and you have to, like, you know, time your jumps to not get hit or, you know, jump on the enemy and kill it. And I think that's just, like, really good level design because it eases you into the challenge of the level without just immediately, you know, throwing you in and going figure it out. This game does do a good job of letting you learn er, learn new things before shoving your face in it to murder you. 
Because <laughs> it does. I mean, it literally, I mean, there are some very challenging parts in this game where it will try to kill you. And it, but it doesn't, I, I felt it did do a good job of introducing you to something. Like, you constantly have uh, animal levels in this game. You, you use the animals a lot more than you do in one. And unfortunately, in this game, a lot of times you, like, possess the animal. So you just are the animal and you can't get rid of them and the animals suck sometimes. And <laughs> what? Are you talking about the swordfish? The swordfish isn't swordfish is fine. Like I never, I didn't get them very much. I don't think I explored enough in the you water. Better not levels. be talking about my boy Radley. I don't like Radley. Ooh, Radley's why? garbage. The garbage snake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like him. Like we're gonna come over there and jump you right now. Yeah. Well, good news, you won't too buy a far away. Radley so. plushes and just beat the shit out of you. With them. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like him, and I know I'm. I can't be the I. I know I'm probably one of the few that just doesn't. Yeah, he's just not. I think I honestly think that's a general consensus <laughs> among like. Oh, okay. I've definitely heard that like while watching a GDQ events, like people do not like to play as Radley, but I like him. He's fun. He's springy. He can jump on bees, which is yeah. always useful. But he's what really makes me not like him is there's a level in the, near the end of the game where you have to use him. And yep. you have to do like his charge jump, and I did yep. not know how to do it and couldn't understand why I was missing. See, that's because you didn't respect him, so he didn't. <laughs> he never showed you. <laughs> I had to Google, and then it took me. A, it took me a little bit of googling to find out. Oh yeah, hold down this button or something, and he then he charges up and he can jump higher. So that uh, that level's tough. Yes, toxic something is really bad. Toxic climb. Yeah, it is the worst level in the game by far. No, toxic tower. Sorry. It's, yeah, it's, I wouldn't say it's, it's the worst. It's definitely the longest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's the worst to me that isn't a bonus area. I, the bonus levels are really tough, mm-hmm. and I am not oh. a fan of them. Do you guys remember the board where it's you're in like there's all those vines, like those spiky vines, and you have to be the parrot, and you yes. have to like, you know, yes, that for me is the worst part. Are you talking where you have to where you have to race the purple parrot? Yes. Okay, yeah. that level's pretty bad too. <laughs> Yeah, I hate that little guy. Yeah, that is almost impossible. And, like, I always go too fast, and then I hit a bramble, and I'm like, oh, shit. And then that purple <laughs> parrot passes me, and I'm like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we got to give it credit that they took one of the worst animals in the first game, Squawk, the parrot who did nothing but hold a light for you, I think, in the first game. <laughs> and here they have you flying as him, shooting coconuts out of his mouth at pe- at enemies, like... They they changed up him a lot from where he was in the first game. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, the first game, he just ha- I think he's just in one level where he holds a light for you or something. In one of the mine levels near the end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And this one, like, if we're talking about the animals that are in this game. You know, we have Rambi and the rhino. We got the snake. We got the swordfish. And then they got, they added the spider, which I think his name was Squidler. Squidler? <laughs> Something and like then, that. Yeah, and then we got the clapper seal, and then yeah, you just talked about oh the yeah, yeah, clapper seal like that. Yeah, the, I oh, like those, the seal. Those, those boards were interesting too, like the ones where you had to like jump on him so he made the water like normal. But yeah, then the, the one, and he was always um, so excited to help you. He's always clapping. I know. Like, <laughs> I mean, you just jumped on his back and just hit him in the head. He's like, oh, yeah, I, was hey, like, yeah, I got to. And, but he was always so happy about it. He's like, I helped you out, man. Like, <laughs> my back's broken, but I got you. The water you can swim through now. <laughs> Please don't come this way again. <laughs> I like the seal a lot. I don't know why. Yeah. I just, 
Because I didn't have to control him, because he was just there. He was nice and simple. I just jumped on him like a switch, and he went, like you said, and then he just freezes the water or makes it not lava. So it was nice. I was very happy with him. We have the Glimmer Anglerfish, which, like, that board as well I did not like, because the controls, like, whenever you move, like, left or right, you know, the light just blinds you while you're playing the board. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, like, if you do it fast enough, you could, like... Cause a seizure. <laughs> yeah, just at a time when they weren't worried about that as much. No, they didn't realize it. Yeah, I forgot the Anglerfish are even in this game. Like, I there's that one level. I think only only one level you have them in, and just he's gone, thankfully. But that's what's cool is like they they have so many levels and like so many different ideas that they can just do you know a one off level with the Anglerfish and call it good. Like, there's I feel like there's a lot of games now where it's like, well, we made this asset of this fish, so we're going to use it in like five different areas, you know? And back then they were just like, we made this dopey fish, like just this level, whatever, it's fine, move on. (laughs) (laughs) And then, I mean, Rambi, which you mentioned, he's pretty much just the same as he was in the first game. Right. And the only one that doesn't that is that is in this game, but not in the version. We all played the Super Nintendo version. I guess the ostrich is actually in the Game Boy Advance version only. Oh, really? Oh. Which I did not know. You know what? I, I didn't even miss that guy. There's quite a there's quite a bit of differences in the Game Boy Advance version. Yeah, didn't they add more levels? Yeah, and like for example, the um, the Donkey Kong coins. There's a lot more in the Game Boy Advance version too for you to find. That's horrible. Because there's like more, <laughs> there's more like bonus stages and stuff like that. Um, and then even like in the beginning, you can do like I think it's called Diddy's Dash, so you can play certain boards. You know, you have to do it like in a fast manner. Like you can't, you know, take your time. Like, you have to kind of race um, through the board. You're a speedrunner. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, which I am not. <laughs> oh yeah, this game. Uh, uh-uh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> No, I also, this this was a game that I played, uh, I played the first level when I was high, because I was in Vegas and I could, so, <laughs> and the first, like, world I played completely high, and I was like, this is great, like, I had this, like, I know I played this mostly out sound, but I played the first, Gameplay Galleon and the, and the lava level with sound on while high on edibles, and it was just great, like, the sound, everything was so awesome, I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, okay, now I understand why people will smoke or do edibles and, and then want this like cartoons or something. Like I got it. Like this game was just amazing for that like hour. And it wasn't as much, but <laughs> the first yeah. hour was great. I think I ate a whole sleeve of Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> the same effect. Mine was less fat me, but more fun. <laughs> well, I was in Vegas and somebody had bought a, a can of edibles that they, we couldn't take with us. So I'm like, well, I'll, I'll just do this. while I played all your country juice. I got to finish it. Oh my, yeah, you just had to, Mike. Okay. I did have. Well, I did actually have to. I had to play it so I can play other games. Hey, I got a <laughs> tough schedule that I make for myself. <laughs> really? The LVPD is just banging on the hotel door, like, you better finish that game and that can. <laughs> I finished on the plane. <laughs> oh, the other thing I want to talk about, like, with, um, because I really like the boss of, of Lava Land, I'm going to call it, the Claymore. I know we talked about him before, but I wanted to finish something with him. It's just that. He just looked so damn cool to me. Like yeah. he was a boss that always stuck in my head, even though he doesn't. I know. Yeah, it's just he's he's just my fa- he's probably my favorite boss of this entire game. Like I love the way he looks. I've always been a big fan of swords, so getting to fight a giant sword boss to me is just awesome. And his 
his death when he like spins around is really cool too and then he sinks into the lava like and you can see all the little pieces flying around and he's like spinning around too i like that. yeah and we haven't talked much about the the swamp area but this i mean the swamp i think when when we were saying before the game gets a lot harder but also like with the swamp levels you have a lot of interesting platforms i felt that they do with you they start to really up the difficulty but i think interesting like when the boss that you fight in there what the hell is his name it's like something cram or uh, something cudgel. Cudgel. cudgel yeah he is actually the same guy you buy bonus levels from when you get kremlin coins yeah you see him in every in every world you'll see him in, in an area where you have to have like 12 or 15 i think 15 kremlin coins and then you can get a terrible secret level well, that's because the Kremlin army doesn't pay that well, so it's like a side <laughs> hustle for him. <laughs> so he's like, oh, you know, you meet him at the end and a little dialogue box pops up and he goes, I don't really want to do this because you paid me like 30 Kremlin coins so far, but I have to. My boss says I have to. And he's like, I get it, man. He's a, he's a cool fight, though. <laughs> that's why you only use barrels and you don't use any cannonballs or anything like that. <laughs> I, I like this game, how it did it with the boss fight. Where it's always just you're waiting for that opportunity when some item, a barrel, cannibal, something will drop that then you can use against the enemy to hurt them. Like, yeah, it wasn't. I, I don't always like that in games when they do that type of stuff, but in this, it actually worked well for me. Like, I didn't um, feel like it was cheap. Yeah, I think this is the boss that I had the most trouble with, besides like the the secret, well, the 102% completion <laughs> King K. Rule fight. That one is, oh, that fight's tough. This one I had the most trouble with because I'd always grab like I think it's his second phase, if you can call it that. But where he like the barrel drops and then he jumps into the air, I would always run and go grab the barrel and then he dropped down and stunned me and then just hit me. And I was like, frick, I fall for it every time. <laughs> yeah, it's a, second it's phase. a good tactic. <laughs> oh, and uh, speaking of animal friends, I want to because I forgot to I wanted to mention about I actually liked the spider. And I remember as a kid thinking how cool the spider was in this game. I don't know. He's not I mean, like the spider and not the snake. No, snake's yeah. terrible, but the spider's cool. Is it? I mean, because he can make webs where he can, <laughs> and he has shoes. He has eight shoe pairs of shoes. Or four pairs of shoes. Come on. Oh, so cute. He went to and, a cobbler and he's like, "I need eight shoes." And the guy's like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> I mean, I think that what I like about the spider is he one, he's orange, and as a kid, I really like the color orange a lot. And then two, I like the which is simple, but I like the fact that he makes he makes platforms for you to go on to, and he has a good range attack. He's just he's a useful animal buddy. Uh, this playthrough, I learned, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you can hit like to make the webs go up or down. You can hit L or R, and he'll just automatically shoot them. You don't have to hold the D pad. And I was yeah. like, oh, what? Yeah, you hit yeah L or I R didn't know that. I was doing. Yeah, I would always like. When I played this game previously, I would die because I would like try to hold like up and like shoot the web on the D-pad, and sometimes my fat thumb would just make me go forward and I'd fall off the web I was on. Oh, dang, that sucks. <laughs> oh, and, uh, talking about that the cudgel guy, what you're supposed to do is you can grab the barrel, walk like a little bit forward where you're standing, and then he'll and then just he'll drop on it almost. I'm watching oh, the speedrunner, really? that's what they do. They just walk like maybe an inch forward and they just turn around and hit him. Well, <laughs> well, you can kind right. of go underneath his arm. I don't know. I just I, I wanted it. to share that information with you. <laughs> we appreciate it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one thing I want to talk about is the crazy Kremlin. Like we were talking a little bit about it. Those levels are like they brought back the minecart levels, but they found a way to make it fit when you're not in a mine by putting you on a roller coaster. <laughs> which they made I them better. Is, 
is what he's trying to say. <laughs> I like them. They weren't they weren't bad. I mean, they They're did a good awesome. job of adding to them. They like okay, first of all, the music Disco Train is the track name. Just like if I was a DJ and I was DJing at a club, I would play that song every night. Like and people would be like, dude, this is a like this is a good dance song. And I'd be like, yeah, man, it's from a video game. <laughs> and then they go, what? And then you got like one of them is a race and you have to get to the front. That was uh, fun. Or I think you have to finish like top three. But if you get into the front, you get the DK coin for the level. Uh, you can uh, kill everybody in front of you. So it's great. Yeah, it's it's, it's not a hard level to get the DK coin in. Uh, and then you have the one where you have to hit the barrels that open up the gates. And then later in the level, they try to mess with you and they put the red barrels to close the gates. <laughs> <laughs> and I always appreciated that. It's a real uh, fuck you moment. It is. And then, it, well, the the biggest fuck you is when they do two red barrels and then the green barrel in the middle. And you have to do just the quickest hop to, like, hit the open button. And I'm, I think that's like one of the final ones before the level ends. And I'm just like, that's so good. And then you got the ghost one where you're on a timer and you have to hit the barrels to keep like, you know, to keep the ghosts from the big ghost skeletons from getting you. And that's awesome oh, too. Man, like, I about that. yeah, they do a lot with that. Just that simple concept, which I like. I like those levels. Yeah. Anytime I wasn't, you know, didn't have to be squawk or the snake. I was, I was happier. <laughs> I, mean, I was okay. Those levels were fun to me. There's a lot of squawk in this game, though. Like, they have a uh, lot of levels you got to play as him. Speaking yeah. of, the first Radley level when you're on the pirate ship and it has the green background and it plays the song Snakey Chanty, like, I dare anyone to listen to Snakey Chanty and just not, like, immediately get hyped, not immediately smile. Like, that song is so good. It's probably the best All track. Right, mate. I, just, I just wrote down that what I can listen to this when we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yeah, he's right. It's good. Like you cannot listen to that song and be like, "I'm in a foul mood." <laughs> I was all, yeah, no, you're right. When I heard it, I also yeah, I was also high when I heard this. I think too, so. I was, <laughs> oh my gosh, my! Hey, I don't ever try. It was one of my 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 first time in my life, and probably my only time for a long time. So I have to talk about it when I can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't smoke or do anything. I was just since it was legal and I was in Vegas, I figured why not? Why not enjoy it? Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> You're not supposed to talk about Vegas. Supposed to you want to show me there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just I did look up that song, and you're right. That is actually really good. The whole like I I highly recommend the whole soundtrack. Like it's full of bops and bangers, and it's good. I gotta say, Rare did a really good job of making good music on the Super yeah. Nintendo. It's uh, it's David Wise, which uh, you know, he made one and two, and then three. Him and another, I don't for, I don't remember her name, but they collaborated on the DKC three soundtrack, which also has some good songs. But okay. I think DKC two is the best uh, work he's done. I think DKC two is probably the one that's recognized as the best in the series too, though. For most people, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I know that, three is but, not you know, as loved. Yeah, three's underrated in my opinion. Like three gets too much hate, or maybe not hate is the right word, but you know, a lot of people are just like, "Oh, three's okay," and I'm like, ah, three has some really cool things going on in it." Like if three came out before two, and then DKC two was actually DKC three, people would be like, "Oh, DKC, the one with Dixie and Kitty is good," and then DKC two is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got lost in the sauce. <laughs> it's just a it's a sample of when you get something that you know you always expect the sequel to be better and. And for a lot of people, this game doesn't get you can't get better than this game. I mean, from if I if I would have not replayed this, I would say this game's garbage because I just had such a bad taste. <laughs> but mm. as I replayed it, like it, the levels are fun. I mean, yes, they're very challenging, but the game doesn't it teaches you. You just have to be smarter than at times. You have to play better. Like, you know, you have a lot of enemies that take two hits. Sometimes you have enemies that you can't kill as did your Dixie. Because, you know, they're they're stronger enemies and you would need Donkey Kong, which isn't in this game. You have a lot of bouncing off things. You have a lot of levels that really train you. And it's fun when you get the hang of it. Like, if you know what you're doing, it's fun. You know, and that's what it's, that's what it's meant to, meant to teach you. And there's so many bonus stages, so many opportunities to unlock. There's so much extra in this game compared to the first yes. one. And, like, the secrets are sometimes too good at hiding <laughs> like it's insane like some of the leaps of faith you have to take which sometimes they're like i think like in the first few worlds they're like one or two bananas and they go into a pit and you're <laughs> yeah, like they teach you yeah and then you go in and you get shot up into the sky from a bonus barrel and you're like oh that's cool so like then it teaches you like hey maybe not every pit is a death pit like you know most are but in like in the first game most all are. the bonuses were extra lives but in this game the bonuses are Kremlin coin, DK coins, which you need to unlock levels or unlock the final level if you get all the DK coins. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much to it that this game does that it really makes you care about bonuses where somebody might have not cared in the first game. I didn't care in either game, but yeah. it's nice that it's there. I I went for 102% in this game. Nice. Which is, I, I mean, I've only replayed it like twice since i was a kid once on 3ds and once on switch but both times i went for 102 percent because uh i just love playing this game like and i'm like yeah i want to fight the final boss again and then i get to the final boss and i'm like god i don't want to fight you you're too tough <laughs> like uh which uh have you guys seen the final boss like watch videos of him yeah not recently his he shoots out a purple goo and it reverses your controls and it's the worst <laughs> Because then you have to learn the reverse controls. And once you just start getting used to that, it wears off. And then you just run into his barrel or his cannon or him. And you're like, dang it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a fun it's a fun fight. Like, and it's not overly long, too. Uh, It's just like one. I think it's like three to four hits that you have to get in on them. That's not bad. No. I don't like when you have to do just too many. Like, I've, I've never, yeah. in any game, I, I don't like when the boss overstays their welcome, where it just becomes, like, the first cake rule fight in Donkey Kong Country is too long. Yeah. That's when it shows you the credits, like, hey, you beat the game! But that is kind of funny, though. They show you the credits, and then... They're all K credits, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, people probably put the controller down, and then... I did. <laughs> you know, he comes back, and they're like, oh, no, not ready I did the first time, and I was like, what the fuck? I was drinking my Tang, Mom! (laughs) God, I... Is Tang even still around? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so, either. Okay, I was just curious since you said it. (laughs) But, but yeah, like, it's... I think they do a good job, like, as far as showing you where you're missing the bonus barrels, because you need all bonus barrels and all DK coins, and to have beaten the bonus levels to go to uh final k rule and like the levels if you get all bonus barrels will add an exclamation point showing you that you got it uh and then 
it shows a DK coin after the exclamation point once you get the DK coin. So it's real easy, like, in-game to just keep track of what levels you're missing them on, you know? Like, you don't have to go in and try every level and make sure that you got it. Which is nice. I'm, I yeah. I don't like it when games don't show you things like that. It just make you figure it out. Like, you're not going to remember all these collectibles. Yeah. And it's on, it's honestly, like, a clever way of showing it, too, because it's not it's not, like, in your face. It's just an exclamation point where, you know, when you're going back through the levels, you're like, oh, did Toxic Tower, like, always have an exclamation point on it? You know, like, <laughs> and then you realize, oh, that's that's because I did some I did extra stuff in it. Like, I get it now. It's a good way to, to show. Yeah. And, and one thing we haven't mentioned yet is another new thing in this game is when you have two Kongs, you can have them piggyback. And you can throw one of them yep. to get the barrels or get the places you couldn't get to otherwise or use them as a, as a projectile. And kill them. So, <laughs> it will if you hit them with the right against the wrong enemies. So, but that's I think. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone like for the death pits? I think you can like you know kind of toss your second Kong down there, and if there's a barrel or like if there's something down there, the camera will kind of adjust. So then you know, so you're not wasting a life just checking yeah, all the pits. You like you can you can just like yes. you know toss it, and like the con the second Kong doesn't die; it just warps back to you if there's nothing there. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a cool thing to have. Like, I think it, the game needed that, to, you know, to add extra things to this game from the first one to, you know, really differ it. Yeah. Yeah. I had no problem. I, I use it sometimes. Like, I would go after the bonus barrels I saw. I just didn't go out of my way for bonus barrels, especially not after a while. When I when I realized that I needed all the DK coins and all the Kremlin <laughs> coins, I said, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> like, you're supposed to go above and beyond because this is your show. You should have had ah. all the coins. My my above and beyond is I make more episodes than I should. That's my above and beyond. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I do want to mention when I was fighting the bee, I didn't realize you had to hit him in the ass. I kept hitting him in the face, and I thought, and I realized and it took me a little bit before I realized I'm not hurting him. Nothing's happening. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm really good at games sometimes. Just excellent. <laughs> it's a that the noise it makes when you hit the stinger too is weird. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. It you hit him in the ass with a coconut. He's not happy. It, and it sounds like glass breaking, but not like I guess maybe like a bunch of ice breaking at once. And it's like I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. Like <laughs> that just cool always fight. stuck out at me as a kid. It is a cool fight. The level before uh, Run Ramby Run. Where, like, right before you turn into Rambi and then you go through and the bee is chasing you is really cool, too. Yeah, that one's fun. And I do want to talk about some of the spooky levels, as, as I put it, because I didn't have a better description. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, those, I thought, got pretty hard, too, but it was kind of a cool aesthetic that you're in, like, a haunted, you're in, like, haunted houses and stuff of that nature. I thought it was very interesting. Like, you have the ropes that are ghost ropes that appear and disappear. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so, oh, it, it did a good job of it. And this is when you fight the boss, which is the crow from the from earlier in the game, but now he's he's a ghost crow. You gotta yeah. fight him. <laughs> which is fine. I mean this game has a lot less bosses than DKC one, but they're they're more creative bosses and not just stupid. Not okay. just basic enemies. That are big, yeah. Well, I guess I guess most of the like some of the bosses are basic enemies blown up, but they don't feel basic. Yeah, I mean, like when you look at DKC one, you have the beaver. I think you can fight the beaver a second time. I can't. 
remember now. Yeah, but, you do. Yeah. Okay, like you have really dumb bosses, and this game yeah. did a good job of making them interesting and different. Yeah, definitely, I agree with that. So that that's another thing that's very. And this game does do a, a good. And then you, because anything else you want to say about the spooky land or any of those levels? I can't remember them offhand. Besides the ghost one, you get chased by the level where the wind is blowing. Mm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bad level. It's not a fun level. Mm-mm. Yeah, that level sucks. <laughs> I did not like it. No. <laughs> but it really, really makes you test your jumping. Yeah. I just, I was never. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Lisa. Oh no. Yeah, I was just agreeing that it's testing your jumping and your timing. <laughs> yeah, that timing is. I was never confident. <laughs> like I would be like, okay, the wind is gonna stop, so I need to do like a really good jump, and then the wind would not stop, so I would just overshoot the platform <laughs> and I die or something. <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> like yeah, I can't trust anything. <laughs> There's also one level in the haunted area where you play just as a spider for the whole level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, I, I I like the spider, so I was okay with it. But I mean, it was something that they did very that they do often in this game, and they give you full levels where you're just an animal buddy, which is definitely an interesting thing to do because that you know the first game didn't have that, of course. I don't. Know, I just really, I don't know why I like the spider. To be honest, I have no idea why I like him. I just do. It's his eight. Yeah, I was gonna say it's his eight suits. <laughs> and like you know, like it just might be because as a as a kid, he was so cool to me. I don't. I, I, miss- I, I do remember thinking he was cool, but then when I replayed it, I was like, Nah, Radley's Radley's my bro. I liked Radley until that final level, Toxic Tower. That makes me hate Radley. So, and when Radley gets hit too, he goes like he has the goofiest expression on his face, and he looks at the camera. He's like, "Dog, <laughs> how could you not love him?" <laughs> Easy. He has the worst level in the game for me. Because when I when I first played this game like four or five years ago, right before I started the podcast, I didn't think I was going to beat the game. I couldn't get through Toxic Tower. And that, like for real, that is a hard level. Like. It's uh, it's long, and then you have that section at the end with the elevators, uh, mm. and like you can just get crushed on the sides. Like, yeah, it's more challenging than I than I preferred. <laughs> like even the, just the last levels in the castle, I think, are very hard. Like they mm-hmm. they really up the difficulty when you get to the castle. That's where I used a lot of my save states and rewinds was in the in the castle. Yeah, like I would do. I would do save states like before, like on, on the overworld, because I didn't want to go to Granny Kong and spend two tokens to save. <laughs> Should we talk about how dumb that is? <laughs> it's stupid. Can we can we talk about how if you turn off the game, you just lose all your lives and your tokens? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which happened to me once. I had like thirty plus lives, and then you know I went to play something else on my Switch, and when I booted the game back up, I was just like, "Oh, five lives, cool!" <laughs> like <laughs> it's gonna get me fucking nowhere. <laughs> I thought you save state instead. <laughs> I didn't save state though. <laughs> I know because you're more. You're not like me. You're not a cheater. Well, it's not cheating. I just, you know, I was like, okay, I legitimately saved the game. Like, you know, I don't need to save state. Like, I'm just going to play this other game for a bit. And then when I came back, I was like, ah, crap. <laughs> uh, speaking of cheats, there are cheat codes in this game. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Me neither until I Googled it. Because I remembered, <laughs> like, I remember doing something as a kid. And you could, like, in the first level, and, like, it was... I 
when I Googled it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's what you have to do. But even now, like, you have to, like, jump over the map. Like, you go in the cabin, you jump over the map, you collect the coin, and then you leave, and then you jump over the map again, and then you walk out. And then you do something in the middle of the level, and then you come back, and then you jump over the map again and collect the coin, and then you jump out. And then when you go back and you jump over the map again, and you don't collect the red balloon. Once you collect the red balloon, it gives you 99 lives. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. And, like, how did anybody... Cheap- that would be like this well, would be like some stupid thing you would hear in the playground. Be like, okay, so you do right. this, you do that, then you get. To- I know, like, how does one know to do that? <laughs> it right. probably was a cheat put in there for the testers. I bet is why it's there. Or you know, because they were like, oh, it's kind of shitty that we can't save your lives when you turn off the game. So like, you know, <laughs> just go back to the first world. I, I think that there's was- actually the message that says, "Stop complaining about it, Nathan." Like, <laughs> I think that was on purpose, though. Like, that feels like an on purpose oh, thing. Oh, like, it is. Not- oh, yeah. I mean, not the, the save thing too, where you don't keep your save life. Because again, oh. rental was such a big thing in, in in this era that games purposely did so many things to make sure you could not beat it in a rental period. Yeah. Which because is understandable. One of their money, which I, I get um, it, but that's such a thing. <laughs> well, like, so when you beat the when you beat the game, uh, Cranky Kong says something about like enabling cheats by going like by pushing down, and you like when you don't think you can go down anymore, you just keep hitting down on the D pad, and you'll activate a cheat menu, and then it does the cool '90s thing. Where, like, he's like, I don't know what any of that means, because what is down on a D-pad? <laughs> like, you know, where the character acknowledges, like, they don't know what the A button does. They're just told to tell you the A button yeah. swings your sword, you know? <laughs> it's like, I don't know I why that. I say that. Yeah. So then, you know, I'd gone to the main menu and, like, was trying it, and I couldn't get it to work. And then I Googled it, and you have to go to, like, options, and then you can enable a sound test, and then you can enter cheat codes. That seems very complicated. It's honestly... Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's complicated, but it's it's another one of those things where like as a kid, you know, you know, I'm not going out to buy a game. It's like I'm stuck with Donkey Kong Country two, <laughs> not stuck yeah. with. I'm blessed to be spending my time with Donkey Kong Country two. <laughs> like I'm gonna try to do everything in the game, and like if Cranky says there's a way to do this, I'm gonna try that, and then like you know, ask my friends about it. Be like, did you know this? I do want to talk about that horrid auto scroller elevator level. That I hate to death. Isn't that Toxic Tower? <laughs> no, it's another one. I'm pretty sure. Because Toxic Tower is the one with Radley. There's a whole level with just an elevator. <sighs> oh, that's the level I was thinking of. I'm, yeah. It, I always combine the two levels because they're they all are, terrible. They like, are long the, and difficult. The last and, section. Yeah. The levels are so, are just, they're so challenging. And they're miserable. Which is understandable, but yeah. <laughs> And then the game tricks you, which I, I I do find amusing. You get to the top of the tower or the castle, and you go to the boat, you go to the boss level, and <laughs> you you just see DK there, and that's it. And it plays the music, and then it plays the most haunting melody you've ever heard in your <laughs> life <laughs> when K. Rule takes him up into the blimp. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I mean, it's much more a reference than what the first game did, where it tricks you. It's like, oh, you beat it? No, you didn't. So it's kind of like that, where you think you're done, but you're not done. You get you have to then go to, towards the airship, and you have a few more levels to do. I think the race with the stupid parrot that we mentioned earlier is in that airship area. I think so, yeah. One of the worst levels in the game. <laughs> it's a bad level. It's it's very difficult. But like when I was watching a video to find the bonus barrels, this person took a route that I didn't even 
consider and or know about. And so like I started using that route and I was like, oh, this is way faster. Like, <laughs> and then I went to my doctor and I said, look at this video, doc. Am I dumb? And he was like, yeah, you're pretty dumb. <laughs> I was like, dang. <laughs> and then you get to the, to the, well, my final boss fight. So, cause I didn't play this in, in the first thing, I think it's funny. The first time you see, when you first get in the room, the first thing you see King K rule do, who now is a pirate is he shoots Donkey Kong multiple times with cannonballs right in the right in the back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is funny to me. <laughs> like he's so pissed that Diddy got there. He's just like, ah, <laughs> like <laughs> he's he's a hard. I mean, he's a long boss fight, and he's kind of hard too. Like the whole idea is you have to keep dodging these cannonballs he shoots at you, and you have to wait until you have until he's ch- oh, trying to like load his gun or something, and then you can throw one in there. Does he shoot the purple, like the different colored goop? Yes, that's in that the time? yeah later on. But yeah, it's a long fucking fight. It is, and like uh, the cool thing about it, which I was always like, "Damn that!" Like, what if guns could do that? Is like he'll shoot, like you know, he'll shoot out the goop, and like it does the circle, and then when he shoots the the uh, cannonballs in the barrel, like they go in the circle, and I was like, "Damn, that's so cool!" Like. <laughs> <laughs> It is a cool fight. It just it goes a little too long for my taste, but I I I really yeah. have a dis a distaste for any boss fight in any game that just doesn't end. I mean, and that's a that's a very common thing in this era. I just don't like it in games, like because I want to move on. I want to beat it. I want I don't want to be just completely challenged and have to just memorize your pattern and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's a difficult fight for sure. That's always how I've been, so that's not new. <laughs> <laughs> How I play a game, but it's still a very cool fight. I mean, it just, it's just, it's long. Alyssa, do you have anything you want to say about King K. Rule? Okay. And Wait. so. Oh, 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 I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know. Um, no. Okay. And then <laughs> after you, you beat King K. Rule, depending on how many of the DK coins you have collected, it has a ranking system. Cranky will mm-hmm. show you. It'll be Mario, Link, and Yoshi. Why is Link number three? I don't know. Hey. I was, I was about to bring that up too. He shouldn't be number three. Uh, did you did you look in the trash can? And I see a Sonic Shoeser in there. Mm-hmm. And there's an Earthworm Jim gun like laying beside it. You know, is, I forget there was a day when Earthworm Jim was cool. Dude, they just put that on Nintendo Switch Online. And I was like, ooh, Earthworm Jim. And then I played like 30 seconds of it. I was like, ooh, this is bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Weird <laughs> choice. A lot of people <laughs> love that game, though. I, I, I remember playing it as a kid and liking it. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I never played it as a kid, but then I've heard about it like recently. One of my friends was talking about it, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And I looked it up, and I'm like, "Oh, it's very interesting." <laughs> yeah, I think like it was aimed toward older kids, so I think that's why I played it because I was just like, "Oh, I want to, I want to be old." And now I'm like, <laughs> "I want to be old." <laughs> yeah, well, like, old is wonderful. Your back hurts all the time. Yeah. And- wonderful (laughs) um (laughs) but uh then i played it on nintendo switch online and i was just like oh like yep i have no patience for this like how do you aim in this game like it's bad i think the people that think highly of this game don't remember it (laughs) (laughs) oh that's be highly earthworm gym it's just but i mean again if the era would have been a game that was more recognized so it it makes sense but i'm just like why? (laughs) it's not good i just miss that I kind of miss that era of games where, like, you know, Rare can put, like, stuff like that in the game and, like, rank you against other video game heroes, 
you know, and then like is a diss to Sega. They're like Sonic's in the trash, you know, like I kind of want <laughs> like if if like all of the like people who are invested in like toxicity towards like, you know, Xbox over PlayStation ratio, you know, like if they didn't exist, I feel like companies might do stuff like that a lot more, you know, <laughs> where they're just like, oh, here's Mario pooping on the toilet because he sucks <laughs> like <laughs> uh, i mean you can have and a point didn't take it seriously like you know i saw it i didn't go to my cousins who had a sega genesis and i was like yeah he's in the trash can nerd <laughs> like get out of here with your sonic you didn't go nintendo sega don't you didn't do yeah that. <laughs> like you know i didn't care it's just like i just want to play cool games and <laughs> i mean there were the console wars back then were a big deal to people just not to me but yeah, and it's still a big deal to people, which is just stupid. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then so after, and then you then you go get the last coin because you can only get thirty eight DKC coins before you go and beat K rule, and then you get mm-hmm. the final fight, which I have never seen. Well, I've seen the videos, but never done and never will do because I can't. I don't care enough. <laughs> uh, Nate, do you want to talk about this fight? Yes, from when I played it like a month ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's only a few phases, and it's like an ex. Uh, it's a continuation of you know the the first fight. Yeah, the first fight. Thank you. Where it immediately starts off like you know he's doing advanced patterns with his guns and stuff, and then when you beat him, his gun explodes in his face, and he goes flying into his volcano lair and <laughs> dies, quote unquote, and. Like the whole like it explodes and sh- stuff and like it's 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 it is a very satisfying ending. Well, that's not you only have to you only have to hit him once. You just have to dodge a stupid pattern and hit him once and he's oh, dead. That's cool. I, it felt lo- like more. It is that, long. The first maybe pattern, just because you have to like dodge all those patterns. I've just yeah, it's know. a long first pattern though. I played it a month ago because I thought we were doing it first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah. But instead, you have to play 007 everything or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still so glad I finally played that game, though. I really Both am. games are good. <laughs> yes. DKC2 is a lot better, though. I also thought it was weird that when they have the little ranking that it's Mario, Yoshi, and Link, I felt like it should have been, like, it should have been someone else, not two people from the same franchise. Like, why not Mario, Samus, well, and Link? Well, I can answer that with eyeglasses from the year of our Lord 2022. <laughs> Apparently, Samus and the Metroid series... Like back then, were never a big deal to Nintendo. Yeah, like in Japan, like yeah, exactly. Like they, like you know, it wasn't until like Metroid Prime and Metroid Fusion that they realized that like people like Metroid games. <laughs> but yeah, so I could see why. And plus, I don't think Super Metroid sold that well. So if you have like Samus appearing in this like game, and it, people are gonna be like, "Who the hell is this?" Like you know. Which I don't, I don't think, know, did just... Super Metroid release before this? I thought it did. I don't know. Because <laughs> this came out in 1995, Super Metroid. Let's use our handy-dandy internet and find this out. 1994, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you are right, though. Metroid just wasn't as known as it should have been. Yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't hear about Metroid. Like, and I had a Nintendo and a Super Nintendo and a GameCube. And then, like, when I got Metroid, like, I bought Metroid Prime because I saw it at Walmart for 20 bucks, and I said, damn, that cover art looks cool, because that's how I bought games back then. <laughs> and so I mowed, like, 
I told my mom I was going to mow lawns to earn money to buy it. And she said, okay, I mowed one lawn and the guy paid me 20 bucks because it was a big lawn and I never mowed another lawn again. (laughs) (laughs) I got what I wanted. Goodbye. Yeah. I said, hell yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I remember doing that. Like I sold papers at one point on, on a corner for a friend of mine when he didn't want, when he couldn't, he had a route and he couldn't, he couldn't do it. And he had me do it. I remember. I remember wanting to just so I could buy. And I, I bought Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. Oh, I still remember that. Good game. I still have it left of me. So it's expensive. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so is Eternal Darkness, which I forgot just, I own, but I have next to me. Often. Yeah, I had I had Eternal Darkness as well, and I never beat that game because it was so difficult. But I remember like I loved it because like it would do screwy things with you. And I was like, that's amazing. Like, yeah, tell me you're deleting my save file. Like, pretend you just turned my TV off. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> You should definitely replay it, except you just you can't play it legally, but you definitely should replay it. Because <laughs> they will never re-release that game, ever. No. So, it's, yeah, I mean, well, Silicon Knights don't exist anymore and got sued into the ground. So, yeah, you won't, mm-hmm. you won't see it. <laughs> just can't never re-release see it, it again. Yeah. I can help you find it in other ways, but... <laughs> Oh, I think we should go. Any last things you want to say about Icon Country 2 before we go on to questions, memories, and comments? Um, yes. All right. Drum roll. This game is better than Super Mario World. It is the oh, best I, platformer. I was going to say Super Mario Sunshine. I was going to freak out. <laughs> no, I. Yeah, but of what I've played of Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> I can't beat Super Mario Sunshine. My I tried on that Mario collection on the Switch, and I'm just like, I don't understand this. Like, okay, you know how that you goes feel back to about how... this game. That's how I feel about that game. Like, I have a passion <laughs> for Super Mario Sunshine. Like, I love that game so much. <laughs> I even listened to the soundtrack. Like, I had you know we were driving to Florida, and I was listening to the soundtrack. that's a good idea though like if you're going somewhere tropical just throw on super mario sunshine soundtrack (laughs) (laughs) like this will be immediately like in beach mode (laughs) (laughs) okay but i never played it yet i honestly think it's better than it has better secrets it has better level design uh it's the bet the best music on like of the super nintendo console like just fantastic out of this world music the better boss fights like it's just so good like that is a hill i have died on for many years okay and everyone tells me i'm wrong and i'm like no like (laughs) goal when was last time you played donkey kong country 2 and when was last time you played super mario world like play them back to back and you're gonna be like wow i better call up that kid from eighth grade and tell him he was right donkey kong country 2 is All right, I'm going to go on to questions, comments, or memories. Uh, first, from the I Watched the Entire Orblood Super Replay Facebook group, from Tim McCallan, my favorite of the three. I remember doing the secret in the first level that lets you get 75 creme coins for the bonus levels. Hey, there you That's go. cool. Yeah. Uh, from Caleb Zerkowski. Oh, no, he's just showing me pictures that I can't show you because this is an audio podcast, where he, he posted <laughs> a thing for all the list of ideas for the new calm before they chose Dixie. So there's oh, a lot. Oh, really? That's cool, though. Oh, if you still have access to that post, tag. Uh, will you tag me? I want to see those. I will. Yeah, he had a name. Yeah, for for let me see here. Yeah, he had notes that he that somebody must have posted that they were thinking of. Like they were thinking of for Diddy's girlfriend, Diddy, Diddy Ann, Diddy, Daisy, Dandy, Dixie, Dolly, Dizzy, Danny, Dippy, Darlene, Delia, 
So there's some of the name. Diki Debu keeps going. I'm gonna stop there. But it keeps they going. Have a Darlene. <laughs> <laughs> and from Matt Pickleton, my favorite game of all time: the secret exploration and platforming are pure perfection. And Dixie's helicopter tutorial makes her one of the most fun to play platforming characters of all time. My personal opinion is the best platformer on the SNES. You happy, Nate? I am, and I actually do. I I saw that and I commented. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yes. <laughs> All right, one I can read from Caleb Zerkowski. I love this game. Big improvement over the original in just about every way, in my opinion. Sometimes my cousins and I would turn on the SNES just to hear the opening theme song. We'd go swimming in the pool, singing the songs from the game, pretending to be other Kongs on a big pirate adventure. The game sparked our imagination so much, I'm currently replaying the original DKC, and I can't wait to finish this so I can replay DKC 2 for the first time since the 90s. Oh, you're in awesome. for a treat. <laughs> it holds up so good. I'm always happy when people can go back to a game that they that they loved. Or, you know, I don't remember. Like, I mean, I'm a big, per, well, the show, but I'm also big about go back to games that you enjoyed as a kid. Like, find a way to play them. If they're not out there for you to play legally, find a different way, but play them. They're worth it. You know, I'm always been big about that. Open that and from the edibles and find eternal darkness. You know, that would oh, <laughs> that would be a fun experience to play that one. No, you would die. <laughs> Oh, but unfortunately, I'm not in Vegas anymore. In Minnesota, they are not legal right now, so I cannot because I follow the law for the most part. <laughs> and from the Super Nintendo Super Group, uh, from David Rodriguez, this was definitely one of my favorite games of all time. As I'm sure everyone agrees, the soundtrack is amazing and the game is challenging. We had our Super Nintendo set up in our laundry area. It was a tight fit, and my brother and I would sit on the floor and prop ourselves against the door as we played game together we did the same for so many other games when i play classic games now i have the cushion of my ottoman but i still pull myself close to the tv and wrap a blanket around myself (laughs) and from christopher barkley two mostly because two is objectively the best one they had a lot of steam built up from the success of the first one they had a lot more resources for the second one and a lot more went into it unfortunately the snes life cycle was ending and the studios had to had to work on dk64 so DK3 was a little rush and a bit less polished, which is why the levels were much more stamped than the levels in the first two. All right. And by stamped, I mean it was evidently they used a much more limited level painter. I and was from, about to ask what stamped. Yeah, I was too. And then I noticed they had more in the comment. And from Alex Hartford, because I said that when I played DKC2 a year ago or however many long ago, I left, it, I didn't, left a bad taste in my mouth. So his comment is, what left a bad taste? DK Seuss is as close to gaming perfection as is possible to get for me. I enjoyed replaying it recently. It especially was fun as my younger brother kept dying, and I got us through the harder bits. He beat me on almost everything since we were teens, so it was a big win for me. I also beat him on Top Gear recently. Okay. <laughs> and I said I use Rewind, so Eddie Bear replying, Rewind is whack. <laughs> and, the last, and the last comment of this group, from Alejandro Cruz. Might as well have used a Game Genie, you cheater. Because I said I use Rewind and Save States. Hey, if if Nintendo Switch Online is giving it to you, <laughs> it's not cheating. Oh, it is cheating, but it's the right way to play. Yeah. For me. No, it's not like... For you, it's, it's, I, I, I wouldn't. It's, it's an accessible thing. Like I wouldn't use the game. Even if I didn't have this podcast and I had to play a game every... And sometimes multiple games because I'm insane... I would not have beat this game anyway. I would have never stuck to it. I can't. When games get that challenging, except for Dark Souls, which is you can level in, I turn off the game and move on. I will not stick around. So cool. it, it's without these accessibility things, I would never play the game. So that's how I look at it. And from the last group I'm going to read from, the official Laser Time community, from Nick Turner, this game rules. I, th- I, th- I think it's still the best DKC game. From Robbie Carter, 
I think it's one of the best games of all time. Nate, why do you make all these new name bet things in here for all these different accounts? Keep reading. <laughs> My brain still has to do gymnastics called Diddy's Kong Quest, and not Diddy's Kong's Quest. No pun. And that, last that one, one was me. Yeah. Charles Morgan. <laughs> Christmas 1994's DKC was mostly a solitary affair for me, spending Christmas break sitting on the couch all week to 101% the game. The following Christmas, my brother and I both tackled DKC2 together. It was a great bonding experience and still fond think of the time spent whenever I hear Stickerbush Symphony. Mm. I don't know what that is. That's the Bramble level song, which is a good song. But as a very wise man once said, uh, Snakey Chanty is the best. I bet they can't go off and on in the background since we've been recording. <laughs> it really is. I don't know why, but it's, it's really good little song. All right, and that brings us to Shelf Stacker Box, and I'll go first. I'm I'm going to put this on the shelf. I, I came into this not expecting to really like it. I had no anticipation to enjoy this. I'm like, ah, i got to play it, get it over with. And I actually had a really good time. I, I had a lot more fun than I expected. The music was really good, especially when I was high, and that was great. And the, le- the levels are entertaining. With Rewind, it made the challenge much more bearable for me and more fun. So I'm putting this on the shelf, and I'm really glad we played it for the show. Uh, what about you, Nate? I'm going to box it. I don't like this game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this is a shelf. This is a top 10 game. Like this, yeah, top 10 game all time for me. Um, I have really fond memories of playing it as a kid. I have really fond memories of playing it in 2018 and uh, 2017, I guess. But uh, and then I have really fond memories of playing it earlier last month. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it's just it's it's really good. It's the best game on the Super Nintendo. Uh, oh, oh, I, OK, now uh, listen. Oh. Well, you know what? I played Final Fantasy four in 2020 and I really enjoyed that game. So Did you it's play the best Final trigger. I have played Chrono Trigger. I haven't played Chrono Trigger since high school, though. I need to. I should replay that one. That's day. the best game ever made to me. It's really good, dude. I played it on an emulator because my cousin said it was really good, but it's hella expensive. And I said okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's the best. Uh, it's the best platformer on the Super Nintendo. But Super Mario World is good, but like <laughs> Donkey Kong Country Two just does everything better. Yeah, uh, I, I disagree, but we'll go with it. I hey, that's fine, dude. A lot of people. <laughs> Are wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Alyssa? Shelf stacker box. I think I would. Uh, I would stack it because, like, I don't okay. know, it's a good game, and like, you know, I mean, playing it is fun and stuff like that. But I wouldn't like. There's other games that I would rather play if I'm going to be playing something from like, you know, that I played growing up. You know, I'm not hating yeah. on the game. Like, it's a good game, but I like. You know, I'd rather, like, Star Fox Adventures, for example. I could play that game over and over and over again. Or, like, Super Mario Sunshine. Like, there's other games from the past that I would preferably play before this. Okay, that's fair. Okay, and if you want to hear our opinion on the first Donkey Kong Country, look at episode 98. We cover the first one. It's been a little while. And then at some point, we'll cover three. Because, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Will you cover Donkey Kong Country Returns and Tropical Freeze? I don't know. I might yeah. someday. It depends on if I can if I can cheat on them or not. I didn't I didn't really like Returns as much, uh, but I played on the 3DS, so that's like I've heard that's not a good way to play that game. But Returns, uh, Tropical Freeze is really good. Returns is a Wii game, right? Yes. Okay, yes. so yeah, at some point I'm going to emulate Wii because I want to. <clears throat> but someday, <laughs> I hate the Wii, so you know it has to be games that aren't pointing controls where I can just play it normally. Otherwise, I won't touch it because no. I hate the Wii. I get that. I've never beaten <laughs> Metroid Prime 3, 
because it's on the Wii, and I'm very bad at that game on the Wii. Well, you can emulate Metroid Prime 3 on an emulator and play with mouse and keyboard. Oh, right, but I'm waiting until Nintendo gives me that trilogy on the Switch. you waiting. They're <laughs> and, waiting, too. Uh, I have I have successfully avoided all spoilers for Metroid Prime 3. Like, I have no idea what happens at the end of that game. Me either. But Nobody tell me. Cause I'm, I don't know. I can't tell you. Don't worry. I'll I'm going to wait until Nintendo just emails me the code. <laughs> You'll be dead by then, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't see them emailing you a code. <laughs> <laughs> but Nintendo doesn't Nintendo like to give away account. money or make money sometimes, but hey, Nintendo <laughs> for you. All right, and if you want to hear next week's episode, next week we are diving into a game that I can't wait to talk about: uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I also beat that like a couple weeks really? ago. So like, <laughs> Rise of the Tomb Raider is really good, really good. Can so, I? I'm I'm not on that episode. Can I tell you my one gripe with that game? Sure. I played that game with headphones on the PS4, and the <laughs> the AK-47 gun in that game, the, it sounds like they recorded the like the sound of it shooting while they were at the Grand Canyon because it's so echoey and like <laughs> and like the first time I noticed it, I was like in a in clo- like I was like in a shack or something with someone and I just pulled it out real quick and I shot it and I was like, no, that's not how it should sound. And I can't play that game now because of it. <laughs> just don't use the AK. I don't. I use the bow. But I'm always reminded of it. <laughs> It's like that that ghost from It Follows. It's just there, man. <laughs> All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can find over 300 other episodes that we have done on the show. We do comics. We do movies. We do games, mostly. And then we also do interviews sometimes. There's one that's going up around the time you're hearing this. And we also have a Patreon. And the current Patreon poll, for as little as a dollar, you can go vote in our Patreon. It's going to be a sequel poll from episodes that we have done earlier. You get to choose from Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Blade 2, or Resident Evil Apocalypse. So you get to choose oh. what sequel we should cover for, for May or in June. Yeah, because this be is for the May example. Hmm? Let There Be Carnage. That was right, yeah. I, we just did the first one not that long ago because people <laughs> voted for that. So I figured I'll put this one on there. Yeah, so go vote for that. And want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena. At Hell's Hathfear, you will see a link to their TikTok. Go follow her on there. She made our music. Want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who did the MCU roundup with me. We went through all 23 of those movies. Go check those out. He has his own podcast, A Gamer Looks at 40, so definitely go follow him. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. We are on YouTube. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.